Well, first episode, Elvis. Isn't this exciting? It's, it's, I've thought of nothing else all week. I have, honestly. Honestly, I've, I've, I've had I've, sleepless nights. I've barely slept. I know. Just minder, whizzing round and round and round. So we probably should explain to people really what we're going to be doing, shouldn't we? Yeah, I think that's probably a good idea. Yeah, more than likely. So what, what we're going to be, Elvis and I, I'm Jules, this is Elvis, what we're going to be doing is um, a series of uh, episodes of our podcast where we're going to be talking about amazing comedy, well, you know, comedy drama stroke type TV series of the 70s and 80s. That's that's pretty much pretty much it, Elvis, isn't it? Yeah, and we thought the best point to start was because we had a weekend away together which sounds quite romantic <laughs> doesn't it but uh, we we uh, we spent the whole weekend having not seen each other for about three years talking about we minder we did indeed and and the trouble is i suppose we're starting at a pinnacle aren't we we're starting right at the top of that comedy gold with minder we are we are the uh, the the craft the acting the scripts are just fantastic even look looking back the episode that we have picked which we'll come on to a little bit later I, I watched it again this morning and even little idiosyncrasies are just fantastic but I, I mean i'm sure everybody's aware of mind but it, it is just a classic tv series so you've got as the main actor in there you've got george cole uh you've got um obviously you've got who plays arthur daly uh and then we've got terry mccann um who is the wonderful um i can't even remember his name now what's his name Dennis Waterman. How could I forget Dennis Waterman? Dennis Waterman. I, I saw you were grappling around that. Yeah, but when you do these things, it's quite quite scary, isn't it? Um, I was doing something the other day about Bob Marley and the Whalers, and I couldn't remember the I3s, the backing singers. I couldn't remember Marcia Griffiths. <laughs> well, at least you remembered Bob Marley, the main one. I, I couldn't believe I lost Dennis Waterman there. Um, but you've also got, behind the bar, you've got Glyn Edwards, Dave. He's possibly one of my favourite characters. And obviously, what uh, sort of we're alluding to in the title of the podcast? Well, indeed. So, should we should we should we give away the title of the the episode yes, that we're going to be doing in this one? Go on. You you chose this, Elvis. So you chose the last video show. It's the last video and show. Some, yes, it is. And there's something about the way they set up the titles of every single episode of Minder as well. Isn't yeah, it? it's it, they are generally certainly in the later episodes based around a film or a, or a famous television program, yeah. but generally a film. So. Uh, or a musical, actually, because because the, the next one is Fiddler on the Hoof, isn't it? Which has always been a favourite of mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh... Uh, I've got a classic episode to mention later as well. I'm not going to do it yet. It's in our special feature later later on, which is the Magnificent Memory Man. Wait until you hear the jingle for that, Elves. It's, it's astonishing. I can't wait, but I am a little worried, having discussed all this stuff last week, that I might have exhausted my knowledge and get naught out of three or something. You know? Oh, I don't. I, I know how good your knowledge is, but I have placed a very tricky quiz for you, I think, anyway. So so we'll see. But this, this is a great, it is a, a classic episode. Do you want to give us a synopsis of the episode? Just so we can, we can give people an idea of what it's about, then we can chat about it a little bit and who's in it and all the rest well, of it. Essentially, Arthur has got in with a guy called Nigel, who's one of those middle-class guppies, as he describes him. <laughs> and um, so Arnie, who is Ray Winston, of course, and his oppo, who in the actual sort of credits is known as Arnie's Echo, and um, so, which which is a great thing altogether, which is very very minder. And they are basically house clearing people's houses without 
well, they're taking a little bit more than they should be taking. And Arthur is the middleman selling him on to Nigel, who's making a development of flats. And uh, he's got his eye on a retail outlet himself, which, and obviously, Terry, as, as in every episode of Minder, Terry understands what's going on much better than Arthur and he sees that <laughs> Nigel is just going to string him along get all the good stuff so they get some lions don't they they get some gates they get uh they get an arga which Arthur mistakes for a music center and uh, you know all, all those sort of classic <laughs> things and uh, so they're knocking them out but but Milton Johns is the guy who's quite a famous actor he has a very very small part in it but he's robbed by Arnie and goes to Rycott and Mellish who are two legendary I mean, characters yeah he's the guy in the and uh, uh, and he's he's the guy who's going through the um uh, through the mugshots in the book isn't he yes absolutely and and Rycott's not interested is he you know just just no. just just process him Mellish and get rid of him and he goes I found it I found it this is the man I am sure this is the man and a picture of Ray Winston comes up with that he goes <laughs> suddenly I'm interested Mellish <laughs> and essentially you know the 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 but the, the underlying is obviously the video store. Arthur's exactly. got a video it's store. the subplot. The subplot's brilliant on it. And, and so Jack Last is this gangster, armed robber, and he has got some. Well, he's he's got insurance against the police if they ever come and nick him. He's got a picture of Brian Blessed, who is who is uh, Freddie Dyer, <laughs> head of the Serious Crime Squad, and um, and his oppo, and um, they are out in Spain on police business apparently, and two. Well, bikini-clad women um, sit down with them and have a chat, and um, he's basically got a video of this. Look, cut a long story short, he, um, his wife, Rula Lenska, Lenska who, who plays who plays his wife, they they hire the video from Daily's Rentals, and um, they they somehow swap it with stormtroopers for with suspenders. Sorry, stormtroopers <laughs> in suspenders, and Great Ken Campbell, who's who's another cameo, another legendary actor, gets. Stormtroopers in suspenders and and get six minutes of a, a you know Jack Lars insurance and complains about it. Yeah, who's uh, yeah. So okay, so essentially, um, Freddie Dyer, who has um, so he's been out to Spain and Jack Lars has got his insurance policy, which is this video, hence the last video, and he is he's there with he's there with his um, colleagues, so his DS. He's there and they are. Um, Essentially, with two bikini-clad women, and they you know it's being filmed, and this is Jack Last's um, insurance. Freddie Dyer goes to Nick Jack Last, and he says, "Well, remember that time we were over in Spain and you were visiting the local bobbies? Well, have you have you got a video recorder? Wonderful things, video recorders, and and, and essentially just basically says, look." I'm bri- I've bribed you. It's now my return. If if I uh, if I go down for this job in Fulham, um, I, you're, I'm taking you with me. But Arthur now has this video, and it, it acts as so 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 essentially as as the episode goes on, Rycott gets um, he picks up uh, Arnie and his mate. So he picks up Arnie, Arnie's Echo, and Nigel and Arthur. They're bang to rights bang to rights and if you if you watch the, the Arnie's Echo says that there is the head is bang to rights bang to rights and um, so they basically they all argue in the um, the room Rycott is absolutely ecstatic because he's finally nicked Arthur Daly and then Arthur much to the surprise of everybody turns around and says I demand to um, talk to <laughs> Detective Inspector Freddie Dyer 
of the serious crime squad. <laughs> so, so eventually Terry gets wind of this. He rings Dyer up and says, "Look, I've got a video. I've got a video of yours. You need to get Arthur and everybody else out, and uh, everything will be square. Thank you very much." And that is essentially how he gets out of it because they make a, they make a recording of it. But of course, Arthur, being such a wet blanket, gets a bit panicky, switches the the channel how they recorded it wipes all the main stuff that could be used as a bribery and um it's uh oh what is it that comes on it's david jason it's um uh, toad of toad hall isn't it wind it of the is. willows um, it's wind in the willows isn't it so that's yeah that's it toad of toad hall that's it absolutely and there's a brilliant bit just as arthur's coming out of the police station as well and he stands there on the veranda on the police station he goes arthur daly the man they couldn't hold and that, just that's as he absolutely did, and, he, and i, and I I also love um, in the Winchester afterwards when they're having a bottle of bubbly and Terry says, he says, you know what, believe this, Dave. He says, uh, Arthur said to me, have there been any technological... <laughs> technological movements in the last, since I was away? He's only in there an hour and a half. <laughs> but there is some absolutely classic moments in this. And as you say, they've got some brilliant, amazing actors in it. So you've got Brian Blessed, Ian McShane, um, but also Ken Campbell, who I just love Ken Campbell. You probably people probably remember Ken Campbell from um uh Faulty Towers. I can't remember what's the name of the character he plays in Faulty Towers. Uh, uh Roger. Roger. He's, he's Roger, married to right, Eunice Stubbs. He is. <laughs> and it's the episode where it's the anniversary. Um and then um Basil and uh, and Sybil have fallen out. Sybil's gone off in a huff. Um and uh, Polly's up in bed pretending to be Sybil with her face stuffed full of stuff. And and um, Ken Campbell works out exactly what's going on and he keeps making these little quips and asides what time's the main feature bears and things like that because he comes out doesn't he John Cleese comes out and they're all outside the bedroom and um, he comes out with some peanuts yes. <laughs> and he says have you got a chock ice bears <laughs> have you got a chock ice bears you Mr. Roger Roger <laughs> And it's a brilliant. He's got some brilliant lines. He's only got a small part in this. And if you look in the uh, in the titles, I think he's just called CD Customer or something like that. Yes. Um, but they is, go around yeah. his house because they work out it's him who's got the video. So they go around his house and say, "We're coming about this video." And he goes, "Ah, well, glad you've come because I've got a complaint." And then he invites them in into his horrible, grotty little house. Uh, and then he sticks it on. and He says, "I thought it was getting good here." And then it goes out of focus. And then Arthur turns to Terry and says, "Oh, we've got Barry Norman here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I love and sort of going back to the video is I love in the video shot when Emma Ray who plays Tracy leaves doesn't she because she's got a job in the wine in a wine bar oh that's right yeah and and, um, and, and he hands the pictures over and the video's over and she says well I'm not taking those because I'm 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 leaving I've got a job in a wine bar so he says and <laughs> And he says they're disgusting anyway. He says, "Well, I only do copies of Phil." <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a, oh, it's a great line that because he does two yeah. lines on it. He says, uh, "We only do." He says, "If you if, if you want if you want class, then you can watch Clarity or something like that. Yeah, and uh, if you if you want to watch Phil, you can squint. It's something like that." <laughs> it is just an absolutely brilliant line. And it, there's some just great little um, little single one-liners throughout that whole thing. There's a great bit where um, uh, Terry and Arthur are chatting away in the office. I think it's when they're actually copying the videos or something like that. And there's a picture of Mar Margaret Thatcher on the wall behind Arthur. And then they start just chatting about that. I can't remember what the conversation is. And then uh, Arthur just kind of salaciously looks at the picture. And he goes, 
though I do have to admit, she does have womanly qualities. And then Terry just looks at him and goes, you're disgusting. <laughs> Do you know, I've, I've written that down. It's just a brilliant... I've, 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 I wrote that down this morning, so it's, it's, it's just... It's a bit... And also, I don't know if you notice, when they first meet Nigel, Terry says he's a wrong un. Yeah, and then does. right at the end, when, when, he, when he blabs and drops Arthur right in it... Um, the, Arnie's echo says, the yuppies are wrong. And it's the only time he doesn't say anything other than what Ray Winston says. And it's it's so cleverly written. So cleverly written. Oh, it is. And there's some brilliant bits. So like when um, when Nige turns up in the first place and he says, so Nige the architect. And there's a great line from him later on as well when they're trying to arrest him. And he says, so you can't arrest me. I'm an architect. I've got a Porsche. <laughs> so, but when he, when he turns up in his Porsche to meet Arthur and he's got those, they've got those lines in the back of the pickup truck. And um, I can't remember, it might be Arne who says, um, look at those lions. And then Arthur says, yeah, one's a little fox around the arse though. <laughs> it's just another great line. <laughs> See, this this is the thing, right? I I mean this this is quite a sad admission, but but I watch it most days, because <laughs> because ITV4 is fantastic. They basically rerun it start to finish over the years, so you you can watch it three or four times over. And 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 it's disappointing when 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 Terry leaves and then sort of Ray comes in, but you still get classic Arthur. Oh and, yeah, and it is a and it is a different series. But but when you go back to the earlier episodes, you do pick up a different actors who've gone on to be very very famous b actors who career just completely stalled and never went to do anything else but you also get one-liners that you think oh that is just tremendous it's you know i've not heard that well do you know what that's a perfect segue into our first feature which is jingle and play there yes it's the magnificent memory man featuring elvis oh, oh i love that hey how good's that? that where do you get that music from something i pulled together else you know if it all goes wrong, I'll go into jingle writing. Well, right. you know, it's worked for some people, is not it? I've got a two-phase quiz for you here. So um, one is based on the episode. This one's relatively easy. Uh, and then one is based on actors who have either starred in or been a part in or not been a part in Minder through the years. So your first one, and because you are a car man, so your first one's about cars in that episode. So out of this list of cars... Uh, four of them appeared in that episode and two didn't. So you've got to spot the two that didn't. So first of all, Sierra. Uh, yes, yes, Sierra Van. Arnie's driving a Sierra Van. He is indeed. And there's also a four-door Sierra appears in there as well. Uh, Austin Metro. Yeah, is there one on Terry's mantelpiece? Mm, oh, I'll give you half a point for that. I don't know if there's one on Terry's mantelpiece, but the police car that turns up is a Metro. Yes, it is. Right, OK, yeah. Uh, for Capri. Yeah, obviously, in the opening credits. Oh, well, again, I'll give you half a point for that, because it's not actually in the episode. Oh, right, OK. So, in this one, bizarrely, Terry's driving a Ford Fiesta, for some reason or other. Yes, he parks it out of the video shop, he a red does. one, isn't he? Absolutely. It? Yeah, but, OK. Yeah. Uh, Any bonus points for Terry's registration? Uh, yeah, go on, I'll, I'll, I'll fill it up to a full point if you want, if you do that. OK, sle seventy one. Is that on the Capri? Yes, and, and it appears in the it professionals is. as well. Absolutely, actually. yeah. Does it the same Capri? You know, the registration, not the car. It's on a Rolls Royce. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, I did, well, I, I did, again, I'm so dull. I did a little bit of um, background work on uh, Arthur's cars this morning as well. So Arthur's had a series of different Jaguars in there. He also had a Mercedes in uh, Mercedes 280E in a few episodes as well. And uh, none of the number plates were actually real number plates. They were all fake number plates on all of the cars. That's right. So if you do yeah. a DVLA yeah. check on them, you just, they just won't appear. So I think it's the same on the Capri. Um, uh, XR2. 
No. No, it didn't. You're right. XR three. Yes, I think there is one in there, isn't there? Yeah, there's the, yeah, in Jack Lask in in his um in his in his drive. Yeah. Yep, Jack Last Misses turns up in an XR3 outside the video shop, a convertible one. Uh, uh, Vauxhall Cavalier. Yes, Relish and Rycott are driving one, aren't they? It is indeed there. Carl, that's very good. You got, you. I think you only got, I didn't. I should have kept score there. I think you only got one wrong, did you? I think I so, think, cause yeah. Because we bonused your points up because of the number plate recognition. So that's very good. But did you did you also notice, um, as, as you go into Ken Campbell's house yeah. or into his flat, which, which you know, emergency don't go in, danger stay out. Is a Morris Ital estate parked outside? <laughs> wow, now that's a classic car. Uh, an estate version. Morris Ital, and that that car was designed by it wasn't Pinafrina. It was it was the other one. It was like an amazing Italian design house designed that car. You think they'd probably want to just wipe that off their uh, off their records completely now, wouldn't you, Morris Ital? Appalling. I know, I know. Well, the whole of British Leyland, it, you know, they, they engineered by Italians. And when they wrapped up, they went to Korea, didn't they, and designed all the Hyundai. Oh, really? Yeah. But you see, these are fascinating facts people weren't expecting to pick up from a podcast on Minder. <laughs> yeah, the cars are cracking, aren't they? I mean, go back to Arthur's cars and you, you may... You may uh... Did you remember the episode with Roy Kinnear, where, where Arthur sells him... Well, where he leases a yard to Arthur... And he's really on his downers. And he's driving a 2.8 Ford uh, Granada, which I think you had yourself, didn't you, as a company car. But the the, the front seat doesn't work. So so as he's driving around, Roy Kinnear's led down. Oh, Roy Kinnear is just a fantastic oh, actor. Brilliant. We were talking about yeah. him the other day, weren't we? And, uh, well, well, in that, well let's, let's get on to that bit of the quiz then. So some of these people were in episodes of Mind, and some of these people were not in episodes of Minder. So your first one is Pete Postlethwaite. He's been in two, actually. He was in three episodes. Oh, three, yeah, is he? Right, he was in three okay, episodes. Yeah. He played Jack Rag or Logie. Um, your next one, this is this is a tough one. Jake Wood, who's, so, who plays the character in EastEnders. Yeah, that's right, yeah. I think he's in the latter series as with Ray, isn't he? Uh, 1994, he was in two episodes. Would that, that would be the latter series, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he plays Wasp in there. Uh, Brian Glover. Oh, he's in a classic where he loses his trousers. <laughs> <laughs> he is! That's a brilliant episode. That is super. He is, that was in 1980. He played a character called Yorkie. Yeah, that's right. He's, he, he was on national service with Arthur. <laughs> and he, um, he he stays with a lady of the night, and uh, who's really posh as well. She is brilliant in the, pro- in the in the episode, but he loses his trousers, and Arthur has to lend him a pair. And it's with Brian Clover in it. He's just fantastic. Oh, he's genius! Absolute genius. He's brilliant in uh, in porridge as well. I absolutely love Brian Clover in porridge. He plays. He's the one who eats the the. Shaving mirror, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, he plays that really, really thick character. And light bulbs. It, but... <laughs> Hesketh. Oh, that's it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Um, right, here's a tricky one for you. Wendy Richards. Ooh, I'm just going to say no. And you'd be right to say no. Uh, Warren Clark. Oh, yeah, he's in another cracker as well. Yeah. He is. He plays. He's in one episode in 1982. He's a Ben Copper. He's a Ben Copper in it. He yeah. plays Ashmole, yeah. yeah. um, but no. he's only in one episode. Well remembered on that one. Oliver Reed. I'm just going to say no. No, you're right. 
Uh, and your last one is Lionel Jeffries. Yes. He is in one. He's in one episode in 1984, which is called Senior Citizen Kane. Another classic name for an episode. Uh, and he plays the fight. I think he plays somebody who inherits a load of money. And his son, who's played by Keith Barron. Uh, so, so Lionel Jeffries is, is Cecil Kane, and the son, Keith Barron, is Johnny Kane. And Johnny Kane's a wrong one, I think, from memory. And he's the one who's trying to get get all Cecil Kane's money and then Terry's put in place to try and mine the money and mine Cecil and as usual Terry is the one who actually is the intelligence behind it all works it all out sorts it all out uh, and then Arthur makes a right pig's ear of everything but I can't quite remember the whole episode but I just watched clips of it but he, he, I, I do remember it he's at the end of it he's riding a motorbike and he escapes on a motorbike that's right he does and and Keith Barron shouts daddy daddy <laughs> don't leave me <laughs> So Keith Barron's a bit of an underrated comedy actor as well. Yeah, absolutely. Who could ever forget Duty Free? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, I wasn't really going to stick that one in there, but uh, I mean, I think he's probably, uh, probably like the, not really the pinnacle of his career, Duty Free, I wouldn't have thought, would it? It's, uh, it's not really his, uh, his, his greatest day, but he did do some great little character pieces in, in all sorts. If you look at loads of 70s and 80s sitcoms and TV series, Keith Barron pops up left, right and centre. I, I might be wrong, but I, th- I think he's in quite a good episode of Randall and Hopkirk very early on, looking very young, actually. Yeah. Oh, really? But I think, I think, see, also, another thing about Minder and Dennis Waterman is if you look at the Sweeney, Minder, Stay Lucky and new tricks stay lucky all these actors turn up i mean the episode we've just watched garfield morgan is the is the chief superintendent isn't he yeah that's and, you right. know who was his who was you know haskins in sweeney i tell you there's there's quite a few um bizarre eastenders connections in um in minder as well so what's his name is it Bill Treacher, was it? What's his name? You... Oh, he's in a great episode as well. Yeah, I, I haven't actually seen the episode, but I just because if you if you do an IMDb on there uh, on Minder, it brings up every single actor who has ever appeared on there, and it is amazing some of the people that appeared on there. And I'd forgotten as well that um, after uh, they replaced Terry McCann, um, uh, they did a new series of Minder altogether where they replaced Arthur, or uh, they well, they replaced um, George Cole, and can you remember who they replaced him with? <laughs> Was it? It's an EastEnders character. It's it's Alfie Moon, isn't it? It is Alfie Moon. It's utterly, utterly. Um, guy, what's his name? Um, guy Ritchie. Not Guy Ritchie. <laughs> Not Guy Ritchie. Uh, what's it? Where is his name? Uh, oh, uh, oh I'll, I'll look that up now. But it is an absolutely appalling, abysmal thing. Uh, yeah, because he plays his nephew or something, doesn't he? And, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember the yeah. name of the character. It was on Channel um, Five very briefly. I think there is a Facebook uh, Facebook group on uh, on Minder, and this appears every now and again. And you, you do get some some strange anecdotes of you know it could have been good and it was never going to be good really, was it? I mean, there is yeah. a pivotal character. It's bad enough, and, and and you know Gary Webster's fine as Ray. Yeah. But but he ain't Terry, you know. So, and and I know that's exactly. the thing. And and it was a different series, and it moved on. And there are some good episodes, but it, it was essentially a vehicle for Dennis Waterman, wasn't it? Because he's such a good actor, you know. People think, oh, he just did Minder and the Sweeney. Well, no, think again. I mean, he's a serious, yeah. you know, been acting since the early nineteen sixties, and done some great stuff. I mean, my favourite that he did was was the Life and Loves of a She Devil. I thought he was absolutely amazing in that. Oh yeah. Movie. Yeah. yeah, I'd forgotten about yeah, that. Brilliant. Yeah, I mean, he, he is, he's a proper classically trained actor. Upper Junction. Um, and again, I, I, yeah. yeah, 
bloody hell, yeah, you're right. And, I, I'd, and I'd forgotten. I mean, it was only re-watching some episodes, and I'd forgotten just how good he was. And I'd also forgotten just how um, uh, it, how cleverly it was written, really, that Terry's always the intelligent one in it. And you kind of think, well, heavy, uh, Terry's just going to be the muscle, and he's the thick one. But actually, it's it's the complete opposite. Uh, Arthur's the thick one, and Terry's always the intelligent one who actually works out what's going on, sorts it all out. Then Arthur comes out looking like he's sorted out. Terry ends up with a tenner, yeah. and Arthur ends up with a ton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, I mean, I do get a little bit. I mean, this, this is how sad is this? I do get a little bit. I mean, upset's probably too, too strong a word, but I do, I do get a bit upset when Arthur picks on Terry and they, and they fall out. I don't like the later episodes where they fall out because I think this one we're one off the end actually, or maybe there's two episodes after us, and, uh, and then there's yes, a hiatus, right. and then you know Terry goes to Australia, and then then Ray comes and replaces yeah. him. But he'd done it. For seven, this is series seven, isn't it? Yeah. So I mean, it was it was and, a fair and, effort, and, and it's massive in 1989. It spawns a couple of films, doesn't it? An officer and a car salesman, and also Minder <laughs> on the Orient Express, which is absolutely know? cracking. I've never seen either of them, and I'm gonna uh, particularly Minder on the Orient Express. I really want to see that. That just sounds brilliant. Yeah, I don't like an officer and a car salesman. I right. thought it was poor, but. Um, but Mind on the Orient Express is superb because because of, and we go back and the episode that I picked for you to watch and I did say this afterwards is unbelievably cheerful Charlie Chisholm's not in it. No, I know. And, and yeah. Patrick Malahide is just Chisholm. I mean, when we were away on our romantic weekend, <laughs> we I, I sent you a video which which again is even more romantic of of, of, a, of a scene from Minder which is Robbie Coltrane. Michael Povey and um, Patrick Malahide. So no main characters are in there, and it is possibly the best sort of one sort of off scene ever. I think, isn't it? It's, it's the wig, isn't it? So it's yeah. it's just absolutely fantastic. Oh, it's superb, and Robbie Coltrane's great in that uh, that episode as well. Um, uh, Shane Ritchie. Shane Ritchie, thank That's you. I knew, I knew it was Guy Ritchie's brother, but it was. Like, <laughs> He's not. Guy, is he Guy Ritchie's brother? No. <laughs> You had me. You could have. You could have strung that out, then. You could have had that going for quite some time. You could have done that on every single episode. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> brothers who aren't really brothers. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You could have done. So, if you were going to choose, so I mean, that, that's a great episode that we watched there, and particularly that you know, the, it's just some of the names like that. That video that's the central video to it all: Stormtroopers in Suspenders. What a great name that they've picked that out. And then uh, Daily Videos bringing Hollywood to your home. It's just a great episode, inside and out. But if you were going to, and the t-shirt's been misspelled. Oh yeah, it's Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> and he's on the phone at the beginning, isn't he, talking to the black guy who's printed them? And what does he say to him? Something like it's oh, somewhere near Cricklewood or something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives Nigel a t-shirt. He goes, "Fabulous." <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> I think he became a chiropractor. Oh, it is. It's that. What, um, Nigel? Yeah, I think so. Did he? I think so. Yeah. I couldn't find him on the uh, uh, on the IMDb page. Actually, he must be on this one, but I didn't know the name of the actor to look up. Uh, and lots of the um, the actors on there don't have pictures on there. But there's just a few just flicking through it now. So you've got you've got Adam Faith, uh, you've got um, th- there was just Bill Dean, 
Um, Leslie Schofield, another great character actor who's in all sorts of things. You might not even know his name until you actually see his face. Tony Barton, who plays a fish and chip shop owner. Um, and again, he's one of those faces that as soon as you see him, he's got a comedy face, proper comedy face, and he looks like a fish and chip shop owner. And as soon as you see his face, you'll recognise him straight away from loads of other stuff that you've seen him in. But the amount of famous actors um, that appeared in, um, in, uh, in Minder through the years... Um, I mean, they're just, they're just endless, really, aren't they? All Richard, Richard Griffiths. Richard Griffiths, in indeed. One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Pie, uh, yeah. pie in the Sky. Uh, Gordon Kay. Uh, Leonard Pierce, who was granddad from um, Only Falls and Horses. Oh, oh, he's in a good episode. He, he gets um, he gets chocolates to vote for Arthur. <laughs> when Arthur's standing in vote daily, your independent candidate. And he saves <laughs> Arthur at the end of it because Chisholm's there. and Because um, Chisholm get, he, he's, gets set up, doesn't he? And Chisholm arrests him and he gets let out in the end. And he, and, and he gives him a lift to his hustings, I suppose. And then, then at the end of it, he says, uh, well, you, 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 you gave all... You, he must have... Selling dodgy chocolates. We'll nick him for selling dodgy chocolates. And they call Leonard Pierce over. He goes, what time's the hanging? Because he'd said that he was going to bring back corporal punishment. <laughs> capital punishment, sorry. He goes, what time's the hanging? Well, we'll, we'll come on to that a bit later. Um, how much did you pay for those chocolates? You gave them me. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Jacoby's in a great ab- episode as Is well. Is he? For Freddie Fenton, he sold Bent timeshares. <laughs> yeah. You do wonder how they managed to do... Just think of the uh, the different situations in each one, because there are so many good episodes. Philip Glenister, there's another one for you. Um, but there's just every episode is just so well thought out, and it's just brilliant. You've got that main plot, the beautiful subplot that always sits underneath, uh, and there's always a little twist and a turn in there somewhere as well. Uh, they're just so well thought out. Who were the main writers of? Um Do you know what? I don't know. I mean, it was devised by a chap called Leon Griffiths, no, um, I'm not sure. And it was directed by Ian Kennedy right. Martin, the one we, the episode we watch, who I think did quite a lot of Sweeney episodes and, and other stuff that, and yeah, right. I think his brother Troy Kennedy Martin. But I'd have to have a look at who who wrote them because they they are knockabout genius, aren't they? Because oh, the, yeah. the way that they flow, particularly, well, I was going to say particularly in the early episodes, but as I say, that one we've just watched, I mean that cast. I mean, you wouldn't get that today. You know, you, you've got oh, Christ, no. you've got like four or five top-notch guest stars. Yeah. And, and even, even on Brian... the undercard, you've got people like yeah. Ray Winston, Milton John. And, you know, I get that Ray Winston was on the way up then, but he's a pretty well-known face, isn't he, at that time? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And even Brian Blessed, without a beard. You don't see that yeah, very often. And, and, and not shouting. No, yeah. it was very, he was very quietly spoken in that. Yeah, he was. And Ian McShane, um, I thought, was the, the actor of the whole episode. Um, his acting was superb in that, and again, you forget. What, yeah, he really was a, a brilliant actor. I mean, he still is, obviously, but you know, in his day, he, he kind of shone out from everybody else. In there, you can see that's a you know, that's a proper film actor there. Yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, I've gone and watched episodes of Lovejoy as well. Um, you know, occasionally stumbled across them, and, and they're not bad. Oh. You know, just because you've got him, and you've also got the brilliant Dudley Sutton yeah, there, haven't you? But I and, just, and Diane Parrish, it very the... early, because I think she's a brilliant actor. It's rubbed me right up the wrong way. It did, Love Joy. Uh, yeah, but I, I didn't used to like it. I did, but but I, like I say, I rewatched some episodes, and uh, the fact that that well, I love Dudley Sutton. He's the guy yeah. who plays uh, who goes to shoot Fletch. Well, he takes the governor hostage, doesn't he? In porridge. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> Wretch. <laughs> Fletch stops him shooting by putting his finger in the gun barrel. 
<laughs> I knew it. I knew it wasn't loaded and then shoots through the ceiling. <laughs> I think we'll have to do an episode of Porridge fairly shortly as well. Uh, well, you could probably do the whole lot of those, couldn't you? Again, actors who appeared in that oh, as God, well. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, well, yeah. Again, there's. But uh, again, I'm just looking through the IMDb thing. It's surprising the um, the links between like things like Faulty Towers. So, um, so many little character actors that were in Faulty Towers. And this, like John Quarmby, Q U A R M B Y, who plays the health inspector. Uh, remember the health inspector one where he comes to do the inspection. He's a car thief. In, in one episode of Minder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's just so many people that suddenly <laughs> pop up. Is there any limit to that man's talent? He's a health inspector <laughs> and a car thief. <laughs> but there must have been just this small pool of actors, and they just pick from that pool of actors and stick them in absolutely everything. Um, I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy who plays Richard in um, Hyacinth Bouquet, uh, he's in one as well. What is his name? Um... Oh, I don't know. Anyway, somebody I'm sure will tell us at some point. Or the Vicky Michelle's in it. So again, there's loads of crossover with, because before we had Gordon Kay as well in there. Um, there's just masses of people in it. Absolutely masses of people. Yeah, Gordon, so, Gordon Kay's, well, of course, he's the bus driver in the Porridge movie, isn't he? But um, yeah, yes. he's, he, he's the one with Wendell, the bookmaker, who won't go out. He's he's, he's the minder for when, Wendy, the bookmaker. Who, uh, who won't go outside? He's agoraphobia, and and <laughs> Arthur makes him meet. Sorry, Terry makes him meet him on a rugby pitch, and um and and, and he's yeah, obviously Terry and this other bloke beat beat his minders up, and um so Wendy legs it to the police van saying, "Let me in, let me in," because <laughs> because he's agoraphobic, he's terrified of outdoor outdoor spaces. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, it is classic. Well, do you know what, Elvis? I've thoroughly enjoyed chatting about that. That was that was Minder, Series 7, Episode 4. If you want to go and try and find it, I think it's on... Uh, well, it's currently on ITV Player, I think. But if you ever search around, I did find a website which has got every single pretty much every single episode of Minder on there. I can't remember what the website was. But if you just do Google for Minder episodes or something like that, you'll probably find it out there. And I think there's there's some on YouTube as well, isn't there? Not all of them. Yeah, absolutely. You can find anything on YouTube, can't you? So, But uh, as you say, at the yeah. moment, so I think it's 5, 6 and 7 are, are on ITV player. But uh, as you say, that there is a website that you can watch all of them on there. And I think you can... You, I, I watched Minder on the Orient Express on YouTube the other week. So, so what? Know. just so we can end off, what was your favourite line out of the whole of that episode? Do you know what? I, all, I I quite like, you can't arrest me, I'm an architect, there's my Porsche. I do like that, but I do think that Arnie's Echo, the yuppies are wrong and is just genius. Yeah, it is. It is that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck between Arthur, when they say, look at those lines, and Arthur saying, uh, yeah, one's a little foxed around the arse. <laughs> just a fantastic line. And uh, though I do have to admit, she does have womanly qualities as well. With Arthur, with, Tony, with Terry walking out saying, you're disgusting. You um, fancy her? <laughs> I do not. Though I, though I do have to admit she does have womanly qualities and it's the salacious way he does it and he kind of licks his lips a little bit looking at the pit you're disgusting uh, Arthur's always absolutely you know ter- you know, absolutely astonished and, and really very very um, what's the word he doesn't like it when in the early episodes when Terry pulls a stripper you know, know you've got to remember it's of its time he, oh my god and he'd look away wouldn't he because he because he'd see some some flesh or something but in, in when he's in Ken Campbell's flat he says look at the size of Arthur you've seen enough <laughs> I thought, I thought it was getting good here, and then it goes out of focus. <laughs> I found that line, by the way. Uh, it's, if the punters want art, they get kosher tapes. If they want filth, they can squint. 
That's the exact line. And, uh, and then there's, oh, we'll stop talking in a minute. But then there's one great bit where he um, he phones the Winchester Club to see if Terry's there. And he says, hello, Winchester Club, put me through to the library, please. Now, Dave, that's not very nice. <laughs> it's just another just another great line. Uh, right, we've, we've probably run out of time here, Elvis. This yeah. has been um, thoroughly enjoyable. And, well, hopefully you'll see us on the, uh, you know, if you like this one. We're doing lots more. We've got lots of different ones coming up. Not, gonna get, not even going to tell you what the next one is. Just wait and see. It's going to be a cracker, though. Elvis, it's been a lovely morning. Thank you. It is an absolute pleasure to spend it with you. Ah, Goodbye. We go. And we'll see you again next time on uh, What Are You Having, Arthur? Goodbye.